Hello, good evening and welcome to another Moments with Norma. The topic of this week's episode is your happiness and taking care of your mental health. Happiness and taking care of your mental health is not about anyone or anything. It's a choice and it's already within you. So welcome to this week's episode of Moments with Norma. I trust that the week has been one that has been kind to you and that wherever you are in the world, um, things um, are beginning to uh, settle just a little bit, but still not yet settled. There's still so many issues still going on in the world, but at the end of the day, we have to take personal charge of our own life and try to make the best of whatever is happening around us and whatever is happening to us. And it's been a beautiful day here in England. The weather has been just right, not too hot, not too cold. And it's been a marvelous week, actually, this week. The weather has just been perfect. You know, just nice uh, breeze with beautiful sunshine. And it's been very much tropical. We are expected to have uh, really hot weather next week. It's kind of warming up. And we still have had no rain here. Uh, in England and also in Europe so they're beginning to put um, up water restrictions with uh, not um, you can't gar uh, um, water your garden uh, with a hose pipe and they're trying to encourage people not to wash their cars and just to be a little bit careful with the way that we're consuming water and using water and wasting it so that's a challenge uh, here for us in Europe but whatever the challenge is, we still have to push through uh, those uh, challenges in our life. And that's the only way that we're going to make things work. We can't sit down and allow these challenges to absorb us and sort of uh, take over. And then we tend to lose uh, out in what we need to achieve in our life. So as I say, the topic of the podcast this week is your happiness and uh, taking care of your mental health. Now, when uh, we say to someone that their happiness is a choice and it's already within them, it's so hard for them to conceive this. And I'm sure when that was told to me at first, I was like, um, in me, um, looking around thinking, I don't understand that. So it is very hard for someone to uh, conceive that your happiness is already within you. And we are born to believe that our happiness, what we receive from outside source, and manifestation we believe that's where our happiness lies in the outside source and some of those sources are such as a beautiful body uh, people have uh, 
issues around their body and if they feel that their body is more beautiful than the next person and they are not happy with it because they like the body that somebody else has nowadays they go and they have all these different cosmetic surgery that to change um, their body and make it into what they conceive as beautiful a beautiful home a beautiful car Lots of men pride themselves in having the best car because it makes them look, you know, rich and it makes them look uh, powerful. Um, and having plenty of money, that's another uh, source that is outside that we think will make us happy. Having beautiful clothes, some people don't wear anything but designers outfit. Lots of food. Some people think that as long as they have lots of food, nothing else matter. And sometimes having a lot of food uh, creates a, a weight problem uh, for some people. Now, as children, you know, what is important for them is having lots of toys, loving parents. And also for us, uh, that we're constantly searching for is to find the perfect and loving partner a healthy and good sex life some people are chasing after that that is important to them and for some people it's being able to travel to a beautiful destination and have a great career or at least have a job that pays well and there are many more things uh, that we all feel uh, will make us happy each individual have their own you know little if I get that it will make me happy now if you ask many persons if all that they have possessed makes them happy all the things that they've collected that they think this is going to make me happy it doesn't matter whether it's a good relationship, whether it's money, whether it's having a nice car, good career, uh, whatever it is. If you ask many persons if all the things that they feel that they have, have in their life uh, has made them happy, uh, you'll find that the majority of persons ask will say no. Even very wealthy, wealthy people, if you ask them if the money that they have make them happy, uh, they'll say no because half of these people who are so wealthy they're not happy uh, they have complex relationship they have complex relationship with family friends and uh, most of the time they will have some kind of addiction a lot of them use a lot of recreational drugs to make them feel good because when you're at the top of that glass ceiling and you feel as if you can't go any further uh, this is what happens you kind of just lose that uh, certain passion for life and all you're doing is just maintaining what you have accumulated now our happiness is not something that derives from certain conditions in our life as many people think that it is it is not but what we can feel from things and others is the joy and what the things and others brings into our life that's what we call joy but we kind of confuse that with happiness you know like comfort and achievement and self-worth 
Now, when we rely on someone or something to make us happy, it's just for a fleeting moment. It's something that doesn't last because, you know, we'll always find an excuse when we're relying on somebody to make us feel happy and they're not in the mood to make you feel good or they're feeling down themselves. They can't make you feel happy. So when this happens, as you know, it's just for that fleeting moment, then we get disappointed and then we try chasing what we think that make us feel happy then it becomes a habit you know whenever we're feeling down we go and chase whatever that we think that make us feel happy whether it's a glass of wine and that glass of wine turned to one bottle to two bottles or whether it's recreational drugs whether it's going out and getting good sex whether it's going out and doing something crazy we all have uh, um, different ideas that what when we do this thing whether it's over shopping some people just love to go and shop 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 and they don't need anything more but they keep shopping or whether it's eating food or eat overeating foods and chocolates so we have many different things which we go into when we feel disappointed and then when we do these things, when we feel as if we're unhappy, it becomes a habit. And then we feel that's the only way we can feel happiness, even though it's fleeting. We think, oh, even if it's just for that moment, I'm feeling happy. And all that we succeed to do is to mask our true feelings of pain, hurt and disappointment when we actually do that when we're chasing this thing called happiness because we're disappointed with life we're disappointed with certain outcomes or we rely on other people that let us down happiness is something we are all searching for and we can spend so much time complaining when the outcome of our life has not turned out the way we expected it to. Now, we can always find someone or something to blame on our unhappiness. You know, like when you're in a relationship uh, for long term, it's like I was listening to uh, um, a news feed and they were asking women to call in uh, to talk about their problems and one person called in to say that she's been in a relationship with her husband for over 30 years and he's never worked and she's looked after him and maintained him and uh, that's the way the relationship worked and then one day he just got up and he left and she doesn't know what to do she's so broken you know she's at the verge of jumping over that cliff of emotion and so uh, she was happy thinking this is what happiness should be and then when you know he got up and he left her this is where it happens because we think that our happiness and everything we uh, do is in that relationship it's in that uh, you know husband and 2.5 children and the picket fence and the house and the car now 
you know, and, and, and of course, she's now blaming her husband for her unhappiness, for the fact that he's gotten up and he's left her. So we can always find someone to blame for the way that we're feeling, for the way that we think that you were supposed to make me happy. You promised to love me forever and now you don't. And so uh, these are all the burdens that we put on other people to make us happy. Now, one of the things is that we don't know whether we have the next moment to find that happiness that we are searching for. Uh, we all know that life has to come to an end and nobody knows when it will. And it will always come as a sudden thing. You know, some people are lucky to know that they're sick and they've got six months or three days to go. Uh, but for most of us, we never know when that final clock is going to stop. Now, the most important thing is for us to find our peace, to accept the choices we have made and to be at peace with that choice that we've made. And this is one of the first things that we have to come, come to terms with. You know, we've done something and at the time it made us feel good. That was a choice that we make. And now that thing doesn't make us feel good anymore. We can't go and blame somebody else or we can't go and say, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Uh, and, and most people do that. You know, whatever you've experienced, whatever you've set to experience in life or you desire to experience in life and it manifests itself. Uh, once it's finished, it's finished. But sometimes we are not in that place to accept it and we think that is what was responsible for our happiness. So finding our peace and being comfortable with our choices and accepting the outcome of our choices so important in our life. As most of our unhappy feelings comes from the choice that we have made and we spend so much of our time worrying about what we did or we didn't do. You know, like in a relationship when you're going along and you don't know whether you've upset your partner, you didn't know whether you should have done that because he doesn't look very pleased with it. And then here comes, you know, uh, those struggles and those issues where sometimes we can become people pleasers or we can allow people to take advantage of us within any kind of relationship, whether it's a sexual, a loving, just a friends or or parent or whatever it is um, this uh, can happen we spend a lot of time worrying about what we did or we didn't do and then we still end up doing the same thing anyway even though it didn't bring us the right outcome we go back and we try it and we sometimes do it over and over again and we know what the outcome is going to be, but we still do it because it has become a, 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 a habit. And that makes us feel guilty and uh, gives us that unhappy feeling. So we are then put ourselves into uh, an unhappy cycle. 
we seem to go round in this unhappy cycle searching for what we already have within us as a choice within each and every one of us that is a choice to be happy now there is so many things in our life that we have not learned to accept and yes uh, some of the things that has happened to us um, are traumatizing, soul-destroying, and cuts deep within our core. And I'm not trying to belittle those things that has happened to us uh, through many different circumstances, sometimes circumstances of abuse, you know. Um, and of course, that is going to really cut deep within the core of us. And when this happens, it can disconnect us from our true self. You know, these traumatizing things that have happened to some people uh, can disconnect them from their true self. And they start becoming protective or doing things that um, they uh, know they shouldn't do. But this is how they feel, you know, like... A lot of people do self-abusive things apart from taking drugs, alcohol. Um, they also can do um, self-harming, you know, cutting themselves, seeing themselves bleed. You know, so there's all these kind of things that can happen uh, through uh, these uh, disconnection and traumatized situation that lots of people go in and they think, well, you know, my mother died and I was traumatized that's when I turned to drugs or you know my best friend something horrific happened and I turned to drugs I turned to alcohol you know my parents was this so I started self-harm you know or become anorexic or you know having depression going into deep depression and all of these things you know can arrive from stuff that we've experienced very traumatic and so I'm not belittling that at all. So uh, we lose our passion, our true purpose, um, our will. And we live in a cycle that we just can't seem to get out of. Because once we get into this cycle, it becomes comfortable. And even for a fleeting moment, whatever we do, it makes us, gives us some sense, some kind of feeling. And we do that just for a second. But again, you know, it's not a lasting uh, situation. It's just a fleeting moment. And losing ourselves to our ego, because the ego takes over, uh, that totally takes over our thoughts and our feelings. And the ego chatters just won't stop and the ego is such a powerful uh, thing within us that you'll do something and you didn't do it right. You know you shouldn't do it again, but the ego says, oh, let's do it because I know how to do it. I know the way. Let's do it again. And you do it again and you get it wrong, but the ego still keep insisting that if you do it again, it can help you to get through this. It is the right thing to do. So ego plays a big part in our life that really can take over and the chatters can just be going on and on in our head and it just won't shut up. So when that happens, 
we then find a label to attach to ourselves and become that label you know for some people it's all mental health it's uh, you know this addiction and it's this and it's that um addict you know so all of these label you know uh, starts uh, becoming who we are then we find ways to treat the label as we have become that label and so we do all kinds of different treatments to actually cope you know sometimes you know as i said those treatments can be you know drugs or medical drugs or alcohol or addiction and sex or it's something uh you know we have uh different addiction that we start treating uh, uh you know ourselves with uh, because we put labels on ourselves but our treatments wears off no matter what it is that we do to treat ourselves it's something that wears off and we have uh, to do it over and over again and if we don't take our medication whatever it is it's going to wear off so just to get through our daily life uh, some people have got to have a first drink in the morning I've got to have a spliff you know so these are the things that we do so we then live on an addictive cycle that we can't uh, see our way out of and we now feel that we are stuck at where we are now even when we become uh, a label even when uh, you know we uh, become a, a label and we become aware that we have put a label on ourselves, we don't know how to let go of this label that we've labeled ourselves with because these are the awareness at some point takes uh, place and we become conscious that we've put a label on ourselves and we make choices. Uh, to do what we do and we get the outcome from these choices so if you can imagine if we get the outcome from these choices what if we make a choice to be happy because all these other stuff that we've labeled ourselves with there were choices and we're here and it's making us feel uh, unhappy it's making us feel um, you know that we need to have something to make us feel better so what about if we made a choice to be happy no matter what is happening around us or in our personal life no matter how hard the challenge that is before us just like we make the choice to be sad to be unhappy their choices and we make those choices to choose to be positive or negative again we make those choices to choose how we see ourselves and others those are choices to, to choose how we see life again that's a choice now the point is everything 
is a choice. And with choice comes cause and effect that affects our mental health and our happiness. And these choices come from deep within us. Now, it's not an easy task to let go of our labels that we have attached to ourselves. But the moments when we become conscious of those, you know, when you get those ha-ha moments, we become conscious and we can find the strength to let go of those labels and start choosing to be happy and see how life changes with the right outcome and the best results that last. So it's not just going to be a fleeting moment when you choose to be happy. It will be something, it's like a well that is within inside of you constantly being filled up and you can draw strength from it and you can drink from it. So once we do that, we can see, um, you know, that the right outcomes starts happening for us. So see life as an adventure, a great adventure, um, you know, and you are the one that's creating uh, these plans. So with these plans, you're going to decide what you're going to do, how you're going to be doing it and choose to be happy when doing what you are doing. Now, one of the things to put you into that place where you're happy, they say, fake it until you make it. So keep saying to yourself, I am happy. I choose to be happy. And you can use that statement when you wake up first thing in the morning and you can use it during your daily task as you go along during the day, even if you're feeling a dip in your energy, you can remind yourself that you choose to be happy. I am happy. There was uh, one of my first spiritual teacher, uh, when she says, good morning, uh, she wanted us to reply, you know, and she says, how are you today? Um, we would say, I am abundantly rich and happy. So the abundance of richness is in the happiness too, and not just in the finance. So if you keep saying that as well, before you go to bed last thing at night, you will wake up in the morning with a different feeling. And have that feeling of gratitude in all that you have and all that you are waiting for to manifest in your life. Gratitude is one of the biggest thing when you give thanks. It's a way of saying that I believe in what I am waiting for because I have got food, I've got a house over my head, I've got everything and that came. So if that comes, then the other stuff that I'm waiting for will come. So gratitude is one of the highest form of belief and knowing that whatever you ask for will show up in your life 
because everything else you have around you showed up out of nowhere. Now, life is not easy during these times that we are living in at the moment. There's so much uncertainty uh, that's going on with all our leaders all over the world and the wars and, you know, no rain and, you know, food shortages and energy prices. Life is not very easy right now to be living. And some people, if you're a warrior, uh, you're going to be well out of your depths of, and you're worrying, you know. So um, at this particular moment, it is not easy for some people to get on with their life. They don't have a healthy bank book to start off with. So um, even though life is not easy at this time, uh, we have to push past our challenges no matter what. We just have to push past that. We can't sit down and wait for things to happen to us. We have to continue to live. We can't sit down and wait and cry and thinking, well, I'm not going to spend any money because I don't know where I'm going to get it from. They're going to run out of food. And we start, you know, building up these story because, of course, you know, our leaders have already put this fear in our mind. The news is already saying it every day. And we've taken those things on board and we've filled our mind with that. But if you are really uh, living uh, from within you, just as that happiness is within you, everything else is within you, peace, joy and happiness is already within you, you can push past all of that knowing that if the birds are fed, we will be fed. Now, if you're becoming burnt out with the challenges uh, that you have in your personal life learn to say no because let no be your best friend as sometimes we take on too much as we think we are superman and we're superwoman know and recognize your limits with your work the people uh, you care for or it may be a project know your limits whatever it is in your life that you're you know you're giving uh, so much energy to know your limits and say no if you can't take on any more I hear now that doctors and, and nurses are all burnt out and they don't have enough to cover uh, the amount of patients that they need to take care of. And a lot of them have burned out. And yesterday I heard on the news, one local uh, GP, uh, she committed suicide because she felt that the burden was too much. You have to know your limits, whether you're a doctor or a nurse. If, if you can't take on anymore, you just learn to say no, you can't take it on. But some people, you know, take it all uh, as if they don't do it, the whole world is going to stop, the whole world is going to die. But when you do that, you're the one that's going to be affected more than the other person. So take time out to put down your tools and go on a personal strike where you take uh, time out to care for yourself, to rest, reflect, 
and other self-care things that you need to take care of that makes you feel good that will support your personal well-being whether it's going you know I have lots of clients they come to have a facial and for that two hours it's self-care for themselves and they also get a rest and it's like being on a therapy bed um, some people go and have their hair done some people go to a sauna some people go work out uh, we all have different ways uh, to do our own personal self-care um, which takes care of our well-being now sometimes when people see that you're actually coping with all the challenges uh, that's around you uh, you know they sometimes take advantage and load you up with m more of their own personal issues that you feel that you can't say no to so sometimes you may have a friend that wears you out uh, with the same conversation that drains you and no matter how many times you give them good guidance they never do it but they just keep going on and on and on over and over with the same conversation and you know that in itself uh, can actually be very draining so what you need to do sometimes you know even though you love them dearly is to be unavailable to them sometimes so that you can uh, recharge your own energy and release their energy that you've been absorbing because when people come and they tell you about their issues and their pains and their woes it does affect you especially if you don't know how to filter that out you know you're putting a, a, a mirage a barrier up you're listening you're hearing but you're not taking that in you know because some of us are very empathic people and so uh, you need to learn to uh, you know be unavailable sometimes and the word no is quite a nice word to get used to no supports your mental health so you can take care of yourself and uh, give yourself self-care and self-love another thing that you can do uh, to take care of yourself is to do meditation and quite simply sit in a quiet place even if you sit on the toilet um, in the in the in the office just shut everybody off or if you can't find a space in your house just go into the bathroom sit on the toilet and ground yourself you know just imagine that at the bottom of your foot there's an anchor or a tree and you release that anchor or the tree deep down into mother earth all the way down into past mother earth into the ocean and ground yourself and just sit with yourself quite still and see all the issues that you have from the crown of your head being drained away and it drains away into this anchor or the tree and it gets buried down into mother earth way down into the ocean so that's a good you know you can do that for about a good two to three minutes just to ground yourself and let go of everything that's within you and then you know you can feel recharged after you've actually done that 
we know that we can all lose our mojo and our vitality especially when we're getting older and we've been working most of our life we then tend to lose that zest we tend to lose that mojo we tend to lose that vitality um, and sometimes we lose that because we have nothing to do some people even if they're not old they have not been able to gain employment for whatever reason and by sitting around all day you know this is going to put you into that depression you're going to be losing your mojo you're going to you lose your vitality you're going to lose certain skills that you have because you're not using it so you know this happens that happens when you're not working and also for older people that they've retired and they think oh well I'm just going to retire and enjoy myself and wait for death to find me or sickness to find me no even when you have retired you need to find a hobby you need to find something that you can do that will keep your vitality and your mojo so that is so important that your energy level is kept up uh, through uh, doing something now if you can't afford a gym to exercise because that's another way that you know you can keep some of your energy levels up and your mojo and your vitality is to exercise and if you can't pay for a gym because you don't have that finance take up walking take up jogging or running whatever it is uh, that you like to do I don't like to run but I like to walk now you could find a park with some trees and flowers and a pathway to walk and um, you know when you're doing that in the park uh, you may have a look at nature see the wonderful things that's around you the flowers how they form see the bees and the butterflies flying around or see the trees um, and uh, some of those trees are so majestic they've been there for centuries they have so many secrets of the world so do something like that another thing that I've always encouraged people to do in my podcast from time to time is to do some volunteering it's a great way uh, to learn new skill and you know when you do some volunteering it's so wonderful because they actually help to prepare you they send you to some courses that you wouldn't be able to afford to do so try and see where you know you can volunteer and remember you always take yourself with you wherever you go so just because you think uh, you're unhappy uh, in this space and I'm gonna move because by moving uh, I'm going to feel better over there and I used to do that I used to travel from one place to the other from this country to that country you know doing this and doing that keep on the move because I, I, I thought all my happiness was in the outside things you know and one of the things that I realized that it's not about the place where I am I used to dislike England so much that I always wanted to run away from it and I've been in many I've been in other countries to live but it's me 
because everything is within me. So I always take myself with me wherever I go. So if I went to Timbuktu, I'm going to be still running away from Timbuktu because whatever it is I'm looking for, I'm looking for it in Timbuktu in this place. And that's not how it works. It's already within me and it's already within you. You always take yourself with you wherever you go. Now, as I said, sometimes people send me uh, some nice little statements and I found one that's quite nice actually. And it says, you need to understand that life isn't what you're given. It's what you create, what you overcome and what you achieve that makes life beautiful. So I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and I hope that it has served you uh, to spend some time to look within and make happiness a choice and stop running and searching for happiness when happiness is already within you and you can make a choice to be happy. And I hope that you have a great week and if you haven't bought my book as yet, please do go on to Amazon, get a copy. It's the summertime, maybe you're at home and um, you're, you've got so much time on your hands uh, to uh, read or maybe when you're traveling on the plane there and back or if you're sitting around the pool while you're away on holiday, it's a great read. Um, I've had a couple of people that's called me this week and says they've enjoyed it so much that they want to read it a second time. And so, you know, pick up your copy. It's in the paperback form and it's also in the hardcover on Amazon. Wherever you are in the world, you can go to your local bookstore and ask them to order it for you. Or if you have a friend that you want to gift for birthday, um, just a little present, uh, pick up a copy of my book. They will really thoroughly enjoy reading it. And it's a way of supporting uh, also and when you support, you yourself will also become inspired by my true life story. So we're going to raise our vibration and we're going to dance our way into happiness. And so until next week, grow into your own personal greatness. So let's lift up and let's dance. <laughs>